So to keep going with uh, some of our previous Halloween episodes to play while me and Jay were unable to record this week, this is our top five horror movie kills. So we did this list way back in 2018. So there may be some dated references here. And also, uh, there may have been some new kills. Maybe uh, this will be an updated list that me and Jay will look into doing at some point. So if you haven't listened yet, enjoy. Always remember, when you hook up at a Halloween party, leave the masks on. It adds to the mystery. Yes. It's like a glory hole, but (laughs) (laughs) But for your face. And you won't be as regretful. Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. Let's start the show. Welcome to Super Movie Brothers Treehouse of Horror. No. <laughs> it's our Halloween special. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Jay. It's all Halloween themed this week. So, of course, our top five is going to be our top five horror movie kills. You're going to die up there. We finally fucking made it. We are here to our top five. It's going to be our top five horror movie kills. This is the part that you have been dreading because you're not a horror movie fan. You have no clue what a good horror movie kill is, (laughs) but... You're going to give your best fucking attempt, and these are your favorite horror movie kills. Me, on the other hand, I love horror movies. I know exactly what I'm looking for in horror movie kills, and I'm hoping that people who love horror movies will get on with yeah, my Yeah, I'm list. excited to, to hear your list. I really am. I'm, I'm, I have mine because this is just... You know, a bit of a stretch for me. I mean, it's it's not straight up horror movies. They're all not. They're not like Halloween movies. You're not Friday the Thirteenth movies. It's just more in the vein of horror, you know, mystery, thriller, drama kind of stuff, like all that kind of like realm, but also more in the vein of like a horror killer. Okay. Um, theme. So my number five, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Get it, Tina. The point is that everyone has a bad dream once in a while. It's no biggie. Yeah, next time you have one, just tell yourself that's all it is, right while you're having it, you know? Once you do that, you wake right up. At least it works for me. And right. it will be the kill of Johnny Depp on the bed because of the fact that it came out of nowhere and I wasn't expecting it and look I at related you, to Look at this. you picking the same number five as me. Is it? Yeah, this is my number five really? as well. Wow, I'm a little surprised. Um, but no, th- honestly, because this was my first horror movie and being as a kid, 
your bed is like your sanctuary. Right. Like you well, are completely. Even Johnny Depp in the scene, he's he's, right. he's relaxed, has, has got his headphones relaxed, on, headphones watching. On. He's got a TV sitting on his chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you can't be more comfortable than him. Um, and then you're getting sunken into a bed, and then all of a sudden, this fucking ridiculous amount of blood is getting poured up on the ceiling. And then your mom walks in, and she sees it, and then yeah. he fucking shoots out the bed as like a red dead zombie kind of thing, and just drops. Slum- yeah, just oh my through. god! It I was really, I really love this scene. I really love this scene, but mostly because of the practical effects that went into it. So True. the the room was actually an inverted room. So everything they they that set was actually built upside down. Everything's like kind of nailed down, and it was inverted. So when the whole forms, they are basically just pouring buckets of red water out and it hits the ceiling. And that's how it does that great effect where it's like growing and going across right, the ceiling right. and stuff like that. But yeah, it was a surprising kill because, you know, you didn't know a lot of times in the series, they don't, they don't let you know that someone's asleep, right? Like they're just sitting there doing something normal exactly, and mundane. Yeah. And then next thing you know, they're dying. And then it shows them from the outside and it's like, oh, they fell asleep. Oh shit. So respect for your number five, Jay. I like it, dude. I like it a lot. Thank you. All right. You, you as well, Dave. I like is my number five. So, Jay, we're right back to you, man. What is your number four? I'm actually going to go with the Bill Murray kill from Zombieland. No! No! No, it's okay. It's okay. I got him. Is that how you say hello? Where you come from? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't believe I shot Bill Murray. Mr. Murray. I just, Bill, I think now. Bill? Yeah? I don't think we're going to be able to stitch this. Ah, uh, that's still tender. You think you might pull through? No. <laughs> All right. I, I I do really enjoy this movie. I love this movie. I think it's a lot of fun. Because this is such a change for all the other kills on the list, it's a little bit more in the comedic and lighter side. However, it is so effective. And the fact that it's so just like nonchalant and like a matter of fact, kind of like where like they were in on it, like, oh, it's way a zombie. You can scare them and like blah, blah, blah. And like they're behind it. And then all of a sudden they just shoot them. <laughs> It's weird that you actually feel like Woody Harrelson's pain in this scene. Too. Yeah, and it's like, like I feel guilty because I just set you up to die. Yeah, everyone else, everyone in the theater just goes collectively, Bill, no. <laughs> Why? It's such an awkward scene that was so well executed and so funny and no more better than Bill Murray to do it because it was great. And it's a little death scene and zingers as far as like touching it. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's, a, it's still a little tender. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was all good fun. All right, Jay. My number four is from the original Halloween. Stick around, Bob. Annie. Mom. Linda, you asshole. Okay, Linda. Come on out. That's when Bob is, he leaves his girlfriend. He's like, hey, babe, you want a beer? I'm going to make myself a sandwich. And he goes down, and Michael comes comes into the kitchen, and he sees Bob, and he just picks Bob up with one hand, holds him over, kind of like studies the terror on Bob's face a little bit. 
pulls out his fucking butcher's knife and shoves it straight into Bob's fucking chest. And I love the way like Bob's just kind of dangling there, dying. And Michael just kind of takes time and he turns his head like a curious puppy, just like kind of reveling in like what he just did. Like he's just he's just enjoying that moment for him like the way me and you might enjoy a nice sunset (laughs) you know bob is is michael's sunset he's just like god everything is right with the world bob's (laughs) dangling from a cupboard i got a half naked woman up there i am gonna go kill it's gonna be great (laughs) it is it is a good kill scene i do like that one i I love it just because the psychology of michael myers like that whole like just the way he stares at Bob and revels in, and the fact that there's he just stands there and he's like, "There's no blood oh. or anything either. It's all implied violence. You know what happens yeah. to Bob. I he mean, just thoroughly enjoys it. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love that 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 kill. All right, Jay, what is your number three? Um, I'm actually gonna go with. I, I was debating between two in one movie, American Psycho. You like Huey Lewis in the news? He's been compared to Elvis Costello, but I think Huey has a far more bitter, cynical sense of humor. In 87, Huey released this. Four, their most accomplished album. I think their undisputed masterpiece is Hip to Be Square. A song so catchy, most people probably don't listen to the lyrics, but they should, because it's not just about the pleasures of conformity and the importance of trends, it's also a personal statement about the band itself. Hey, Paul! The Paul Allen kill scene, though, I'm going to go with. Um, Huey Lewis, um, you know, he has a great, funny musical montage throughout, throughout the scene. And just seeing Patrick in the scene, it varying between just being so giddy about having Paul Allen, the infamous Paul Allen, played by Jared Leto, um, there on a couch, all fucked up, and in his apartment praying on him ready for the kill getting all suited up in his rain jacket and he's got his fun his shiny new brand new axe that he's gonna just chop his fucking head off that and axe is is i mean it's he's ludicrous just, he's just giddy i know he, he <laughs> but like he was just dancing he's gy- he's like so worked up he's like oh my god i can't believe i can do this i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this and he's like but he's so particular he's got newspaper spread around he's all particular ready to go he's got a cigar ready to light up after he fucking chops his fucking head off and when he does it, Jay, oh, he just, it truly just is the anger. It's truly the little moments in life that keep us going, isn't it's it? It's the little moments. <laughs> I'm telling you. And, and that's what I really enjoyed about this so scene like, more than anything. So, like, for you coming home from work, like, maybe kicking off your <laughs> shoes, like, that feeling of taking off your shoes right. just feels so good. And yeah. then, like, having a beer and stuff, all that stuff, that feels so good. For him, the little moments is, like, right there, that moment before a kill, and then that moment right after a kill where you let a spliff. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is what he lives for. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's and, his and you, little moment. And you see it and you feel it <laughs> and in this in this one. So I think that's why I chose this one more than anything because, you know, I was thinking of other ones like maybe like the chainsaw one, you know, he's naked running down the hallway going after the girl. But like, no, but, I like but, this. But, pick. but this one was 100 percent Patrick Bateman. Yeah. Me. And you could see him as a character throughout the whole scene. It was so well orchestrated and well done. It, it was perfect. Jake, don't, don't get too giddy. I feel like you might be becoming a horror fan here. Well, I, I like down. this. I like this movie. So, all right, Jake, my number three comes from one of my favorite movies of all time. It is John Carpenter again. It's 1982's The Thing. Clear. Clear. And this is the my, my favorite kill 
is when the guy has a heart attack and they drag him into the medical room and the doctor is about to defibrillate him. He's having a heart attack. We gotta save him. And he goes to put the defibrillator to the guy's chest and his stomach opens up into this gnarled maw of a mouth with these disgusting, like, you know, jagged, gnarled teeth that slam down yeah. on his forearms, cut him off, and when he pulls away, like, they show it. Like, they would show him pulling away to skin stretches yeah. and snaps, like, latex, because it was latex. And then there's blood <laughs> spraying everywhere. I did... I fucking love this entire fucking sequence. And, of course, that guy dies of blood loss and then also becomes part of the thing. Yes. Um, and then the head is crawling away. And I love the way after they burned everything, there's a the head is like it's, it's like this giant crab type thing where it just sprouted arms and legs and little antenna. So and, weird. And it's hiding under, under like a, a desk. And while they're all like in shock about what just happened, it tries to like sneak out the door. <laughs> Girl. So it's like, where are you going? <laughs> he hits it with the flamethrower. Dude, I fucking love this scene. But it's such a cool kill. It's such great use of practical effects. Yeah, no, I mean, it's on my honorable mentions list. Ah, yeah. fair enough. All right, Jay, what is your number two? Death Proof. That's my boy. Quentin Tarantino's film. It has to be. It, 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 yes, and 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 building up to it because it's halfway through the movie. You see, it's a two-part movie. Um, seeing Kurt Russell's character, Jay, the car crash in Death Proof. That that one that happens in the middle of the story is Quentin Tarantino's cum shot. Like that's that's what it is. It was right. all building to that. Yes. It's the whole reason you watch porn. It's just for that for that finale. It's the whole reason you watch this entire boring scene and stuff that's going on in the bar. You're just waiting for that moment. And and it's even Kurt Russell's come shot too. Yeah, because exactly. like that's what he gets off on. And and they allude to that after the fact. Well, what we have here is a case of vehicle homicide. That old boy and I murdered them pretty little gals. I mean he used a car, not a hatchet, but they did just the same. <laughs> Shit. Two tons of metal, 200 miles an hour, flesh and bone, and plain old Newton. Well, I guess to me, it's a sex thing. Probably on the way that diabolical degenerate can shoot his goo. Probably so, the way a sick son of a bitch can shoot his goo. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Parks. <laughs> yeah, Michael fucking Parks. Gonna love him. Anyway, so this is like a great buildup, great music, great tension. After all that time and seeing in slow motion and all its perfectly orchestrated detail of limbs flying and blood and bashing and shit that you just haven't seen before and the metal cranking tire to like a face tires to the face like all kinds of awesomeness and that they he really does give you just the amount just the right amount of time to relish in it but then just briefly so time, just it boom, seems extremely gratuitous just the first crash alone because when the first crash happens you see all of them just kind of like jerk forward blood sprays you're not really sure what happened but in your mind you know that all the girls are dead but then quentin tarantino's like oh i wasn't done yet right. he rewinds it 
and shows the driver dying. And then he shows Jungle Joya's yeah. leg getting ripped, ripped off. off because her legs hanging out. Yep. Yeah. And then they, 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 uh, they show Butterfly, you know, gets the tire to the face and just the sound when, when it's just right. and like uh-huh. you see her face peel off and her skulls exposed. It's so well done. It is. It's really well done. It's great practical effects also. So I, I, I really, I and really it love is that. a kill because that's what he wanted to do. He was doing that on purpose. Oh, he's like, a serial he, killer. He, 100%. So watch this movie, everybody, and, and, and I, hit us up. Because this is one of Dave and I's favorite late night uh, throw on pieces. It that is. It's just thoroughly enjoyable to watch. It's one of my reason. wife's, too. Like, my wife yeah? loves watching this, too. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's cool. Yeah. All right, Jake. My number two is Dead Alive or Brain Dead, depending on what market you got it in. Party's over. This is Lawnmower to the Rescue. So this is after practically the entire town is infected. They are all it all all the zombies are inside uh, mother's house, and he comes in with a lawnmower and just proceeds to chop every single one of them to bits. One of my f- favorite things about the scene is I guess it's not really one kill scene. There's multiple kills in this. He's obviously chopping up a lot of zombies here. Uh, is just how long it goes on, right? Like a lot of horror movies would take this scene and it would be him starting off the lawnmower and you would see him crunch a few zombies up in it and they would get chopped up. And then it would just cut to the aftermath of him standing around a bunch of dead zombies. No. Jay, they make sure that you get your fucking money's worth. You see arms getting chopped off, faces getting chopped off, legs, torsos, whatever. At one point, a head slides across the room, and his girlfriend picks it up, looks at it, drops it into his into a blender, and then proceeds to blend that head in a blender until it's just paste. It's so gratuitous and ridiculous that it just it's <laughs> it's one of my favorite scenes in cinema. <laughs> That's that's the sick part. One of my favorite scenes in cinema, directed by Peter Jackson. It's so good. If you are a horror fan, a zombie fan, and you haven't seen Dead Alive, I don't know how you're even alive. Jay, let's uh, run through some honorable mentions, man. What are your honorable mentions before we get into our number ones? Alien chest uh, chest buster scene was 100% close to being on my list. Um, it's certainly one of my favorite things about it is just the sound effects and oh, yeah. seeing the actors at the same time just uh, uh, you it's, can hear like they're like uh, uh, like like just weird squirmish. It's also on my list to it. It's on my list. Uh, the reason um, I didn't make it is because I see that as so much more of like a psychological thriller. I mean, you can also make an argument for it's the borderline. Thing that it's it is, borderline, yeah. and and the thing was also one of mine um, as well like I mentioned so you know those were two and one of the cool things about the chest buster though is we know the actors knew that the scene was coming because they're not dumb they read a script and stuff like that what they weren't prepared for was the visceralness of it the blood spraying that's what made it so much better in hindsight and even the one actress uh, was vomiting afterwards and the one that looked the most squeamish (laughs) 
and the the guts that they used in that scene were all real bovine guts, cow guts, and the hot studio lights were actually cooking them and making this rancid, disgusting smell in the studio, which is also causing people to get violently ill. It's just, it's 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 a great capture of real reaction on the screen, and uh, much like Logan's roller coaster ride. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if we for me, need hashtag old Ridley, Ridley Scott. We'll old bring Ridley him back. Scott. Yeah, bring him yeah. back. All right, Jay, what other ones do you have? That's all I have down. All right, so I have Scream, uh, Drew Barrymore. Uh, what's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I love that because the entire thing is an homage to horror movies. It's an homage to Psycho. It's an homage to everything else. I absolutely love it. So there's also Psycho, uh, the Peeping Tom, man, where where it's it's that's basically the birth of the slasher flicks. Even though it took almost that's twenty true. years for yeah. slasher flicks to come back around, Psycho is just it's so well done, man. I fucking love that. Day of the Dead, uh, Bub gets revenge on a soldier. Uh, Bub shoots a soldier with with a gun, and he falls backwards into all the zombies. And this is just purely for practical effects. The way they tear him apart and pull his entrails out, and they show it being done slowly and stuff like that. It's gratuitous, but it's also like necessary in a zombie film. I love right. it. And finally, my last one is Nightmare on Elm Street 3. This is the dream warriors one of my, this is my favorite nightmare on elm street film uh the character of philip is killed in his dream and freddie uses his veins to turn him into a puppet so freddie actually is that the movie when they go into the dream to fight yeah okay all the kids decide to team right. up together to fight freddie but philip gets he he's in his dream and freddie pulls his veins out of his body and uses them as puppet strings and he walks him out of like the uh, a top window of like a tower and he falls to the ground and dies like he, he goes out and freddie cuts the strings and he falls but i just love it's just so brutal just seeing like the veins pulled out of his body and like his arms yeah, lifted up and stuff it's uh, but it's my it's one of my favorite freddie kills i absolutely love it not as shocking as johnny depp's kill which is why it didn't make the list but just a really fun inventive way to play with the freddie character and and how and how his his type of his brand of horror works i really like that dream warriors is just the best nightmare on elm street movie all right, Jay, we're there. Number ones, baby. What's your number one? I already spoiled it. You did. It was on your honorable mentions list. It is Scream. Uh, hello? Why don't you want to talk to me? Who is this? You tell me your name, I'll tell you mine. Uh, I don't think so. Well, I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? Oh, just some scary movie like scary movies uh-huh what's your favorite scary movie yes the drew barrymore killer the opening of the fucking movie this is 100 percent the movie kill of all movie kills to me because it plays on the tropes of horror movies but also it builds quite a long tension filled um sequence through that with one character on the phone and that's all you see. You don't see anything else. And it builds from what a lot of people also do fear, especially in that time, because that was like a hot time when people were like prank calling. I was one of them. What's um, your age, sex, yeah, location? Well, <laughs> <laughs> so ASL. I, <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so you know, it, it played on all these little weird tropes where it was so effective in the time, and I never expected him to kill Drew Barrymore off like that. And I and I, and just just starting the movie off when I was that age, I guess I got I must have been like a early mid teenager or something like that, where it was like the perfect time period for this movie to come out, and it was very popular. I. Loved the kill. I loved the fact that the parents came in and saw that it. That was great. The and, last ditch and, and her and when he choked her hard enough where she couldn't speak and shout to make a noise to her parents. She probably also had a punctured minute. lung too. Right. Um, that also added a, a, a quite a bit uh, of a moment for me where I was like, and oh then, my god! And then they so hang close. her then, from a tree and yes, eviscerate her. Yes, and and it was so well done. Oh my god! But the playing, the the playing aspect, and then the anger aspect of the guy on the phone with her was really well done. Yeah. Um. And Drew Barrymore just knocked it. Out I of love heart. how mad he gets when yeah. when she says that Jason's the killer in Friday the Thirteenth, and he goes, "Jason's not the fucking killer." And yeah. it's, it's Pamela Voorhees, right. <laughs> as we talked about. And yeah. <laughs> you, you can ago. tell he, they're, 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 you know, he's it's good. obviously a very particular kind of killer. It's good. I, I really, it's I really like that serious. pick for you, man. That's a, that, that's a good it's one. Definitely mine. Yeah, that was always number one on me. You know uh, what? On my books for you, this, and uh, you had me so scared, man, because you were. I like, took a lot of time in this. list. You were asking like a lot of time. Will Jurassic Park count? Does does Jaws I, count? Oh, stop. Does well, Jaws Jaws, I did mention Jaws. That's yeah, does true. Does Jaws count? It's like, can oh. I do a kill from Jaws? I want Quint getting bitten by the shark. I'm like, I, oh, I like him. I like that scene. But it's not th- watching him get eaten up by and, the fucking shark. And like amazing. I said to you though, like, like Jaws does a thing where like it, it goes from a horror movie to but it's, it's really not a to an adventure movie, movie like yeah, towards the it, end. It, it, and that's why I see that because I knew if you were going to do Jaws, deep down that it wasn't a horror movie, but I wasn't sure if you were going to have something like that on your list. No. So I was. That's so like you. so like if Jaws was if Jaws was going to be on my list, it would be the first kill, Chrissy Watkins swimming out in the dark, because that's that's a a suspenseful like right. The I understand that the idea of what's below the water. But for me, watching the fucking shark chomp on, <laughs> getting eaten alive that 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 does it for me right there. All right, Jay, we're here. My yes. number, my number what one is your fucking number one. It's. Some people are going to disagree with me because this is a fairly recent film, and I love it because this was a film that was created because a filmmaker was upset about the state of horror films, so he set to make out a horror film that pointed out all the tropes of new horror and just absolutely wanted to pay homage to old horror and just wanted to have fun with the horror genre. It's, you know, the Joss Whedon written, the Drew Goddard directed Cabin in the Woods. Let's get this party started. Going up soon. Your flow I absolutely love this movie, but Jay, the scene that I'm talking about is Elevator Goes Down. Fuck you. <laughs> That's where that movie lost me. So 
Jay, who isn't a huge horror fan, right. doesn't get the fun that this starts to have. So this movie, I don't like fun in my horror movies. This movie becomes <laughs> like. So what I love about the horror movie is it is a a movie that is made up of horror tropes right up to the front until this moment where it bucks all the tropes and it takes every single horror movie and takes every single type of horror monster yeah. and slasher killer and unleashes them. It's like Wreck It Ralph world. for I, horror. It is. I love it. So like the doors. <laughs> The SWAT team gets scared and one guy gets it. That's my favorite thing is like the one SWAT team guy gets it. He's just like, oh, no. Bing. And then the doors open and like this bat creature flies out, grabs one guy, throws him up against the wall. There's a fucking giant cobra in the background who grabs another guy. It was (laughs) insane. And like all these monsters that they teased the entire time throughout the movie where it's like, oh, they didn't pick the open-faced, gnarled-teeth ballerina girl. Oh, they didn't pick a mermaid. Oh, they didn't pick the Hellraiser-type people. Uh, they didn't pick this. They didn't pick that. And it's like, it's like, oh, but I really wish I saw a movie where, where those things got, got a chance to kill something. I want to see how those things kill. Here you go. All of them. Every single one of them that you saw throughout the movie in those boxes, in those cubes, and you wanted to see the movie where they killed something, all of them are unleashed for you right here. It is horror movie fan porn. Just It really is. Fucking jerked off and shot all over the fucking oh, place. It is so well it, done. Yeah. And the best part is this sequence is pretty long. You know, we... <laughs> Just, just thinking about this fucking scene again. It's, it's so just, good. Oh my god. So like we got earlier on in the film when Bradley Whitford's character is just like, I I want to see a goddamn mermaid, man. And he's like, ah, you know, don't worry about it, buddy. The cleanup is terrible on those. We get to see why the cleanup is terrible on a mermaid as he as he falls on a body and starts eating it and blo- sprays blood out of his blowhole and it sprays everywhere. <laughs> I fucking love it. I fucking love this scene. It just subverts everything horror and yeah. it and it's just gratuitous and it gives you everything you wanted in the movie <laughs> in one fucking like 10 minute long sequence one orgy of, of 10 minutes <laughs> it's literally what it is it's so good i love it i love this fucking movie it's a hundred percent a huge horror fan orgy scene that just does not back away it does doesn't, not shine i love away. it dude i love and it so much he had that that's a mission movie right there it is that's a mission movie to like wipe the the, the, the slate clean and just kind of start over all over again because this guy is obviously a fan well no he had was, a funny it was because joss whedon was was he got sick of movies like hostile of right. like the torture porn and, and stuff like I'm, that i'm in that vein he, he was he was even though you just love the loved ones which but, was torture porn well, but it's done well well so what he was tired of torture porn. was like the serialized the franchise the, the you know all this stuff that be like like the saws and hostels and stuff like that he he saw all of those as like a bastardization of the horror genre and he he set to pay homage to the good horror that that he loved and buck the system and just play in 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 a world where he got to have his cake and and eat it all oh, and, and that's yeah. that's the best part about it i absolutely love i love the way this movie ends Kudos it's him. fucking i've jay i've been saving cabin in the woods for, i can't believe we haven't talked about it more in this show to be honest for for yeah. a movie cocktail tequila is my lady my lady come on in guys come on in come on in you're welcome Tequila. 
tequila from darkness. There is light. It's been saved. I have the category will it's come be up. an explosively come big up. hit. I yeah. can't wait to do it. I can't wait It'll to make happen. a cocktail for it. There's uh it, it it has to come up. People have to vote for that when I when I when I finally unleash it. Oh, it. People love it. Oh, I love it. People this do love it. Yeah. So that is our list for top five horror movie kills. If you don't agree with our list, you have your own top five list. Reach out to us on Twitter at Super Movie Pod. You can also reach out to Jay on Facebook, Super Movie Bros Podcast on there. We will always respond to anybody who reaches out to us. You can also check out some additional content over on Patreon. Just head over to www.patreon.com slash Super Movie Bros Podcast on there all you gotta do is pledge just one dollar and you can get all the additional content at least one dollar <laughs> just one dollar and you can get the extra content one dollar a month and you can get the additional content i want to thank everybody for listening have a great night cheers cheers we did the mesh it was the monster mesh we did the mesh <laughs> Guys, come on in, come on in. You're welcome. Tequila from darkness. There is light.